T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers and chumps for Trump. Great to have you along. Uh, we got an extra minute or so here in this hour. Uh, four minutes after six as we get rolling with the fourth and final hour of the Bobby Mac Show. It is the Friday free-for-all, the all-skate. Anything you want to talk about is fair game today. But, of course, uh, the uh, election is the dominant topic of choice here is how you join in just give me a call use the Ingalls Advantage talk line 800-347-1063 common sense retirement planning text line number 71307 and my email address bob at 1063word.com those of you who listen to the show on a regular basis know that uh, Hans von Spakovsky uh, with the Heritage Foundation's Election Law Reform Initiative. And uh, Hans is also a senior legal fellow of the Mies Center for Legal and Judicial Studies. Uh, he has offered his analysis uh, of uh, what is going on and has pointed out, as uh, the uh, adjunct professor of, uh, of logic did in a previous hour in the show, talking about the numbers, uh, Mr. Von Spakovsky says these vote dumps entirely for Joe Biden are not credible. And I think many have already arrived at that conclusion on their own, but he reinforces it. Uh, These drastic spikes in vote counts for Joe Biden in the early hours of Wednesday morning and even continuing yesterday. I mentioned earlier in the program, yesterday at three o'clock, Donald Trump, had a lead in North Carolina of, uh, I'm sorry, in Georgia of 12,895 votes. And now it's razor thin. How does this happen? Uh, Von Spakovsky said, if these reports are correct, I don't understand it. The way you do counting is you simply count all of the ballots. You don't divide. They're not divided up between the candidates. So the precinct reporting that's coming in ought to be reporting of the total vote count, regardless of who the votes are for. So again, if it's confirmed that there are these weird reports coming out of votes only for one candidate and not the other, you've got to question what exactly is going on. And many are posing exactly that question. It does raise concerns when you know that all the people that are working there are clearly Democrats. That's why it's so important that those places comply with state 
poll watching laws. All the campaigns and all the political parties are legally entitled to have poll watchers watching every aspect of the election process, including the counting. For places like Detroit to chase out and not allow legally appointed poll watchers in there to watch them processing these absentee ballots raises serious questions about possible misconduct going on. Now, I don't have evidence of misconduct, but the point is, if the poll watchers were there, we would know what exactly was going on in the vote counting process. What I worry about, he continued, is absentee ballots being accepted, processed, and counted that don't comply with state law requirements because they know it's going to be a vote for the candidate they like. What I mean by that is an absentee ballot comes in and the signature doesn't match so clearly it may be fraudulent or it came in late, but it's counted anyway. That's the kind of thing you don't want to have happening because that is simply illegal. The only thing that's going to help Trump now is lawful means, court orders, ordering election officials to comply with the law and not to count absentee ballots or mail-in ballots that have been received in violation of state law, no matter what the state law may be, because they vary from state to state. That's where my resources would be concentrated if I was doing this. And from what I am given to understand, that's exactly where the uh, Trump White House efforts are concentrated right now. Uh, let's see, where am I uh, beginning here, uh, Money Penny? Am I going to uh, Piedmont and beginning with Alan here in the bonus hour? Hi, Alan, and welcome to the show. Thank you, Bobby Mack. How are you doing? So far, so good. That's good. Listen, I've been listening to this, uh, your show for about the past hour and a half or so, and I've heard all the people calling in about the election, and I felt the urge or need to call in and give you and your listeners a word of encouragement. Yeah. President Trump has, already has the greatest ally that he needs in this fight. Jesus Christ. You bet. And so I know people are concerned, but uh, from what I'm being given to read and understand, uh, all this is being done for a reason. The good Lord is letting this happen. So a lot of corruption and stuff that's out there is being exposed. And if people just need to hold on, keep the faith, keep your prayers for Donald Trump and for the country, this all will pass and Donald Trump will be declared a victor in the end. And I would add one more thing. Should people have paid any attention to the polls before the election, Alan? No, they shouldn't have. Those should are suppression they, polls. Should they have paid any attention to the exit polling on the networks on election night? No, sir, I don't think so, because the, the networks are, are in uh, the left's pocket. They're against President Trump. They're not for him. So why then should we listen to them when they, when they tell us that uh, Biden has won and we should all give up and go home? Well, that's because they're trying to discourage us and keep Correct. us from having the faith and keeping the person continue on and pursuing it, uh, the, the fight with President Trump and continue to back and support him. That is precisely what they're doing. And what they don't get is that we know it. That's Thanks good. for the call, Alan. That's good to have you here, sir. Welcome, I pre sir. appreciate the voice of encouragement. Uh, Ron is uh, next up. He is in Spartanburg. Hi, Ron, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby. I know how you're doing already, so you don't have to tell me. <laughs> Thank you. 
Listen, uh, I just want to uh, say that I'm uh, just a fly in the ointment, a monkey in the wrench, <laughs> a pain in the ass. Gotcha. And I have uh, one more thing to say for everybody. Yes, sir. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, for liberty and justice for all. And that's really all I got to say. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate that. Could you send a copy of that over to uh, Joe Biden? Because apparently he's unfamiliar with the Pledge of Allegiance. He couldn't recite it the other day. Appreciate the call. Well, good, to, good to have you here, Ron. I appreciate that. Dozen minutes after six, uh, we uh, go to Greenville next and bring in Lucy here in the uh, bonus hour of the show. Hi, Lucy, and welcome. Uh, thank you, Bob, for taking my call. And yes, thank ma'am. you all for being there. Um, what I would like to see, you made a statement an hour or so ago mm-hmm. that you couldn't see God allowing this to go the way it's going. I did. We, God gave us God gave us all a free will to choose right over mm-hmm. wrong. Right. The way we need to choose now, and I'm in the process of doing it, and I want your help to make sure I send it in the right department to okay. get it to where it needs to go. Right. If all the isn't it over seventy million who voted for Trump already mm-hmm. legally? Right. Okay. If everybody will get their representatives and their senators and everybody um, state by state and just a dollar, just a dollar, and send it into his legal fund, we can overcome evil with good. And God bless America, and thank you for that gentleman that just recited that pledge. Under God, we stand. Amen. And God bless all of y'all. Thank you, Lucy. Appreciate that. Uh, it's it's encouraging to me when I see, you know, this level of support for, for the president. And I know why it exists, because the left can, you know, hurl all these accusations uh, against, you know, bad orange man and uh, marriages and what, what, what have you. Uh, at, at the end of the day, look at what in the face of overwhelming opposition? I mean, not just from the Democrats, from uh, the swamp, from the DOJ and the FBI. I mean, when the, when the elements of government that are, are charged with enforcing the law and taking to court and prosecuting those who break it when they themselves are lawbreakers, and the president stands in opposition to that and exposes them for what they've done? Uh, The economy? Anybody want to talk about the Trump economy compared to Obama-Biden? What a disaster that was. Foreign policy? You name it. This president has been a huge, I'm sorry, huge success. And the Democrats hate it. They have a thirst for power that is unquenchable. Unquenchable. (laughs) And they must not be allowed to have it. 
quarter you know look it's one thing if you win an election legally okay fine i'm fair with that i'm i'm good with that have an election have everybody show up at the polls and vote not fill out laundry hampers full of mail-in ballots and stick them in a pickup box on the side of the road and say oh we won I'm sorry, but that ain't America, and that ain't the word they used, they love to use all the time in this constitutional republic. That ain't democracy. Quarter after six. Be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back. 621 here on the Bobby Mack Show. If you're looking for at least one encouraging sign here, a lawsuit filed by PILF, that's an acronym standing for Public Interest Legal Foundation, alleges that there are at least 21,000 dead people on Pennsylvania's voter rolls. The lawsuit claims that Pennsylvania failed to reasonably maintain their voter registration records under federal and state law in time for the 2020 presidential election. There are going to be all kinds of legal maneuvering that is going on in defense of uh, the president's campaign, and, and we will keep you abreast of all of them. To the phones we go. Uh, let's go back to Spartanburg and bring in Raphael here on the program. Hi, Raphael. Welcome. Good to have you here, sir. Bobby, pleasure to talk to you, my friend. Uh, long time listener. Um, look, Bobby, going back to this uh, vote counting thing, look, there's got to be a better way uh, to evaluate all these mail-in ballots. Uh, my suggestion, if it hasn't been suggested before, mm-hmm. is to have a registered Democrat and a registered Republican looking at each and every ballot 
and uh, with the uh, with the uh, supervisors there to if there's a, an issue or whatever right. to, uh, to have some kind of feedback from them because this is ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous, and I would be I would be perfectly fine with your recommendation, Raphael, because that's all we want is to ensure that the people who are voting are legally entitled to do so. Absolutely. I would like to think that maybe one of our congressmen could put forward a bill uh, to maybe initiate this this uh, this thing to, to, to go ahead. Because guess what? If if Trump happens to lose, OK, we uh-huh. should still go ahead and, and make that proposal. Now, if they happen to win, OK, if the Republicans happen to win. Right. We should still go ahead and do that, because that then will show the Democrats we are willing to have this done fairly and uh, uh, comprehensively. And if there's going to be any oppositions by the Democrats, it'll show that they are totally guilty of this voter fraud. Yeah, because who could who could really uh, stand in opposition to transparency and fairness? Exactly. And, and uh, that's my point. I really yeah. want, it, want to put the onus on them to uh, that they, they have to agree to this. Otherwise, they are guilty. Out and out guilty, no doubt, no doubt about that. You know. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I think that's, I think that's a good suggestion. In a sense, we already have that, but of course, uh, it's been uh, illegally dealt with uh, in in all the instances that we've seen in in some of these states, Pennsylvania and Michigan, and others, of uh, uh, preventing the poll watchers from uh, being closer than a hundred feet where you can't see anything, uh, or uh, where they do have them behind glass, actually putting up uh, cardboard to prevent them to see what. Look, if if you're conducting a fair counting process, why do you want to hide it? Exactly, exactly. Remember going back to the old hanging chat days back in Florida. Oh, you oh know? God, yes. Uh, we don't. Want, yeah, we do not want to see that again. If you know, if we could have a situation like that right up front. Uh, for every election that there's a representative from both sides looking at each ballot, I think that that would uh, go a long ways to, to making this, uh, you know, at least respectable. Yeah, and, and you just uh, nailed it, Raphael, when you talked about up front. You know, if we had these processes legally enforced in place, uh, we wouldn't be here now, would we? Absolutely, Bobby. Absolutely. That's all I got to say, Bobby. Look, uh, God bless you for what you're doing. God bless our president and God bless America. Okay. Thank you, Raphael. Right back at you. Right back at you, sir. 625 as we go to Greenville and bring in Chris. Hi, Chris, and welcome to the program. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. Hi, Bobby. How are you doing? Good. I'm fine. Thank you, sir. Hope you are as well. I am. I just have a couple of questions. Uh, One, Every morning, you know, I hear the COVID statistics for here in uh-huh. South Carolina. Uh-huh. And one thing, a statistic that they leave out that would be interesting or helpful to have is how many people are actively have COVID and are possibly, you know, could possibly spread it. Right. Uh, because, you know, knowing that we have, you know, a couple hundred thousand or whatever it is uh, that have had it doesn't really help if we don't know how many people have it right now. So that we can, you know, take the precautions that we deem necessary. I, I would point. also, I would also, yeah, I think, I think that's, uh, that would be good to have. And I also think it would be interesting to know how many, how many of these people who test positive 
uh, are asymptomatic and, and secondarily, right along with that, how many of these people uh, turn out to be false positives when they're retested? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That and uh, as far as the election, um, <laughs> where to start? Right. Uh, one. Okay. So the the states that are contested, like uh, um, Georgia and Pennsylvania, and, mm-hmm. and all these other ones. Right. Uh, why can't it, it? It might be good if someone could do a uh, not a petition. But start a, a secured website to where you can go on there and say, I voted for Trump, you know, and do it individually in each state. Uh, my name is this. My phone number is this. Uh-huh. Just to confirm your vote so that they could, you know, possibly get a some sort of – and you could even do it for Biden as well so that we would have a, a, a transparent, visible thing, you know, to where people could – see what the numbers actually are because i mean yeah and 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 essentially about the fraud with mail-in voting right yeah you would essentially have a baseline to work from right yeah yeah Yeah, so it's like watching the train wreck in slow motion you know we all (laughs) knew this was going to happen yep and uh why see i didn't i actually didn't know until you know this was all going down i thought that with mail-in ballots and absentee ballots and in-person voting, mm-hmm. I still thought that all the votes had to be counted by November 3rd. I um, didn't realize that they were yes. going to be like, okay, well, wait, wait, we need 500,000 more votes over here in Michigan. So uh, exactly. let's, right. let's keep, and, keep counting till we get them. Right. And that has been a big bone of contention. And that is what the Supreme Court should have issued a ruling on back in October when the case was brought before them. Because case in point, Pennsylvania, uh, the state legislature passes the election laws there. Constitutionally, it's the legislature that decides what the rules for the election will be. And they said November 3rd is election day. Then the state Supreme Court overrule the legislature and said, no, you can keep uh, ballots coming in until Friday. Supreme Court uh, just ignored it, I guess, because John Roberts uh, was too busy and didn't want to get his skirts dirty. And and so now we find ourselves in this situation. Is that the one that they had a four to four vote on? Yes, that uh, is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So now that Amy. No, I'm sorry. That that was that was another issue where they were four to four in the issue of Pennsylvania. They just uh, didn't issue a ruling at all. They just refused to review the Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruling. But they did say they may review it at a later date, meaning after the election. Well, so they're a contributor before the fact to this also. Now, I know that some states are sequestering the votes that may come into question. Uh, are all the states that are being contested now, are they all sequestering the votes that may, you know, they, be they certainly they certainly forward? should be. Uh, they yeah. should be, Chris, whether or not they are uh, doing so. Out there. <laughs> yeah, you bet. Whether or not they actually are following the law on that or whether they're more interested in covering up what they've done uh, remains to be seen. Thank you for the call, Chris. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. Good to have you here, sir. Got to run for the news. 6.30 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Annie is ready in the news center. I'm right back on the other side with the last half of the bonus hour for this week here on WORD.
<laughs> Welcome back. Just uh, having a little uh, preview of supper here. Pizza night, you know. 637, 23 before 7 here on the Bobby Mack Show. I mentioned earlier, I don't pay any attention to uh, Fox News anymore. I don't even watch them, except when the uh, evening uh, commentators are on. I'm, Fox News, forget it. They're, they're hopeless. They've revealed themselves. I was just looking on the website just for fun. Chris Wallace. So far, there is not evidence of fraud large enough to overturn the election results. Well, thank you, Chris, uh, for chiming in with that. And uh, your check from the DNC is in the mail, so be sure you watch your mailbox. It may just already be an electronic transfer to your bank account. Back to the phones we go. Let's bring in John. He is in Greer. Hi, John, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bob. I just wanted to let you know the lady who was at Dairy Queen earlier today, mm-hmm. I just had prime rib with uh, sauce and a piece of chocolate cake while I've been waiting to talk to you. Ooh. So anyway. Ooh. Yeah. And it was good. <laughs> Listen, Bob. I got, you know, when you and I were around the military and everything, you know, the one thing, you could you could be put out 30 yards or how many from watching something, mm-hmm. but wouldn't a sniper scope always get you a little closer so <laughs> you could see? Even a 10-by would get it done. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I think you're going to go to sleep dreaming about that tonight. But anyway. That's a good thought. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, though, Bob, I've, I've got to say something. Yeah, and like Sarah Peanut and some of the others, I wouldn't have voted for Lindsey Graham if I'd had to, if I didn't right. have to. Right. But the thing is, for him to give $500,000, is mm-hmm. that all the money that the, that we gave, that the Democrats already gave to get him reelected? Yeah, in, in a sense, wondering. because I'm I'm assuming... And I, and I guess you are too, John. That 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 uh, five hundred thousand dollars to the Trump Legal Defense Fund uh, came from his campaign coffers, and so yeah, that's your money and mine. Yeah. So then, why can't the little boy who was almost crying the other night, accepting his <laughs> re, re, you know his, his re-energizer bunny, right. um, why can't he? <laughs> On Monday morning, or even tomorrow when he's in, boy, I'm giving you a lot of things to think about tonight. You are, yeah. But anyway, the thing is, is if they're going to be in Washington tomorrow, uh-huh. right. getting briefed, then why can't he just go right over to his office and take the committee that he's supposed to have to investigate all this on the Senate side right. and start calling in people that he should have done when the when the Russia thing died off that's a fair question um i i get are, are they I, i've lost track here john are they back in session are they still on no. recess they're still in recess yeah that's what i and, thought and so all yeah so all of them would have to if they're going to do this thing with briefings then fine if, if they are going to be up there all together you know, mask on and social distance. Well, we right now I wouldn't bet on a Republican social distancing right yeah. now if he doesn't back up Trump. Right. But um, the thing is, the thing is, is if they're going to do this, 
then fine. Let him earn the money that he got paid twice for. Yeah. And then yeah. open the open the Senate and all the things that we already know that he kept saying, well, I'm going to do this after Durham. Well, Durham never showed up. So no kidding. That yeah. time was lost. Right. Then you've got Department of Justice uh, Barr. Well, he was supposed to have done something. Well, he never did. Yeah, he's too busy. He can't be bothered either. Yeah, just go ahead and do your thing and start making the subpoenas. And if they don't do it, threaten them like uh, Schumer and Pelosi did, put them down there in the old Gray Bar Hotel that's underneath the Capitol. You bet. Have have the uh, have the the marshal because uh, they have Capitol mm-hmm. Police. They just you know uh, mm-hmm. just. Uh, give them some time to think about it until they decide that uh, they, they want to talk. Yeah, and then just go ahead and do that. Or do like one time, and this will be my final comment, because I, I think I have given you enough to dream about. <laughs> but the thing is, is that one time I was in South Korea, Army veteran, mm-hmm. and they had all, you know, they've got somebody for everybody all over Korea. Right. Yep. Just representing somebody, mm-hmm. and so they were they were in session, and all of a sudden, watching on a Korean TV station, they broke out into the biggest fight <laughs> that I'd ever seen among Congress people. <laughs> right. I mean, chairs were flying, bodies were flying, and everything. And then finally, the next day, everything was cleaned up, and they were back to work. <laughs> you know, it used to be that way. Back in the 19th century, mm-hmm. in our Congress, you know, when there was mm-hmm. a when there was a violent disagreement over uh, ideology, philosophy, uh, the mechanics of uh, the way that particular legislative body was working, uh, somebody mm-hmm. would take their cane to you and whack you upside of the head. That's right. And then when King Arthur would use the saber or sword, I mean, yep. he was, right. yeah, you know. he'd get uh, get anyway. Excalibur out. Exactly. There you go. Well, well I appreciate that. Uh, my, my pleasure, John. Thank you for the call. Although, and, and I'm sure you made some terrific points. Although I was kind of distracted during the whole conversation with thoughts of chocolate cake. But that's that's my that's my bad. <laughs> Six forty-three. Uh, let's bring in Eric quickly. He is in Simpsonville. Hi, Eric. Welcome to the show. Hello, Bobby. I know. Um... Funny Penny, when I speak, said she couldn't necessarily hear me. Can you hear me well? Yeah, I hear you fine. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I want to make an, I'll try to be brief and concise. I want to make an emotional appeal to my fellow Americans. And I'm going to give an analogy to, we've all heard the bullying commercial where they speak about the, you know, McGruff crime dog. And there's a voice inflection in that commercial where the woman comes in and the man says, Forget about the peanut brittle, and he talks about bullying or tripping a kid with his tray, and she goes, honey, what do we do? And the voice inflection is not endearing. And what it's designed to point out is that weakness draws aggression. Yeah. I'm a loving, caring man. All Americans right now, there's a time for action and action. I'm not inciting violence or saying we need to take to the streets. Understood. I am that we need to understand what we are willing as Americans. Let us not forget Kings Mountain or the people who have died or Arlington Cemetery. For Americans who have never served in the military, they can make their contribution at this time is to make sure that their local representatives hear that. 
What do we ask themselves the questions, Bobby? What are we willing to live with? And really, what are we willing to die for? I make no distinction between Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Hillary Clinton, and at Baghdadi or Soleimani. Uh-huh. When you have American politicians who have sold out the national security, deep state that are in, involved in media, and we look at, you know, big tech, I guess in short, what I'm alluding to is this. In times of change, truth has become a moving target, and we have to remember whether it's Proverbs, whether it's Mark 10, Psalm 94, 1 to 3, the only thing necessary, and Edmund Burke said it, of course, paraphrased it, for evil, the only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good men and women to stand by and do nothing. Correct. What we should be doing, helping fund the effort, and I'll, I'll leave it at this, and I promise this is it. One man in a voice is, is a terrorist. 70 million people, 72 million that voted. I bet you Joe Biden's numbers are inflated by 10, 10, mil, 10 million, really. Probably. But 70 million people that voted for President Trump to be a Trump party. And we could send a message to every American who voted for Donald Trump, not a Green Party or these parties that when you create a third party in our system, you have no chance of, of unseating or beating the Democrats. Right. But for all those that say we have to primary Lindsay, Lindsay gave 500000 he should have given $2 million. Yeah. I mean, really. And, and all I'll say is my house on Halloween, I live in Simpsonville, uh-huh. nice neighborhood, pretty large home, about 4000 I got a balcony in a lot of areas. I spent hundreds of dollars when one Trump sign was stolen out of my yard to put banners. And every night those banners are still up, and they say, pro-God, pro-life, pro-gun, and President Trump 2020. Out front, it still states all over my railings, my balcony, there are 20-foot banners that are by three feet. Because I will stand behind this president if it means... They kind of like, uh, they say, fall on your sword. Right. It means this. In my 50s, I've raised six kids, we're military, all that. Did I had to push the sword through my own body to take out my enemy? If that's the contribution that I have to make, then who do I claim as enemy? Look, 70 million people, some of them, Bobby, are just, bless their heart, forgive their ignorance. <laughs> right. Them. But, but half of them, or a large portion of them, unfortunately, hate this country. I'll stop talking with this, but I just expect and hope and pray that the the lack was such a complacent. That's why they did the coronavirus. They expected, because we are a Christian Judeo nation, that we would lay down and we would take this and abide. And I'm a law-abiding citizen. Right. But, and I'm going to let this play out the judicial system. And I pray it's not necessary. But I hope that people and fellow Americans, both with their checkbook, and if it meant March on Washington, December 14th is coming, and you explain what that is in terms right. of ratifying the But we have to stand with this president. Everything in our, in our country, our future, our national security, my grandkids, my family, your family, is at stake. Thank you. Here's a, and, and here's a parting thought for you, Eric. Uh, are are those of us who support President Trump willing to risk our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor? I, um, people came to me at, at Halloween and said, 
I can't believe you had the bravery to put this up. And I said, I can't believe, right? I couldn't live with myself, really, in the mirror if I couldn't stand up for it. I hear you. I've I've got to run, but I thank you very much for the call, Eric, and thank you for your service. 649, it's 11 before 7 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Back with a few closing thoughts, and we'll see if we can squeeze in another call as well here on the Friday Free-For-All on WORD. Welcome back. The uh, closing minutes of the Friday free-for-all here on the Bobby Mack Show. My apologies to uh, callers that were on the line that we're not going to be able to get to uh, this evening. Phones, as you uh, might understand, have been jammed up all day. So has the text line, and apologies there as well for falling so far behind on that. Let me see if I can quickly uh, catch up with a few of these. Uh, Bobby, in August, my cousin's husband posted a picture of Pennsylvania voter registration documents mailed to his father-in-law, who died in 2006. Based on a conservative reckoning of the average number of annual deaths in Pennsylvania at about 100,000, if similar registration documents were mailed to all these deceased residents and fraudulently completed by others, it amounts to 1,400,000 potential votes, and that's just over this 14-year period. Uh, Bobby, let's go pick up a big screen TV if the election doesn't go our way. Peaceful protest. Fortunately, uh, for our side, that's uh, not what we do. Uh, thank the Lord you were on today, because after hearing Vince and Tara this morning, I was ready to go dark and bug out. Now I got a little more fight in me. Seize the day. Indeed. Carpe diem, as the Romans would say. Uh, Bobby, the uh, carny jackass, had four years to drain the swamp, fix the corrupt executive branch, but instead... Uh, he expanded the FBI debt by, uh, yeah, right. Okay, tell me again how terrible Trump is, you moron. Uh, Bobby Mack, I don't know if there's anything to this, but it's interesting and maybe simply disinformation. And then there's a link there. I'll check it out. Got to go. See you Monday. God bless. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.